Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Good morning, Steve. Donna. How was traffic? Uh, Pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty, pretty. It was was okay today. Today was, yeah. There are a lot more cars on the road, though, I have to say. Yeah, you've done, there. There's been an uptick these last these last couple of weeks. I uh, my my Google Maps during the the peak of coronavirus quarantine life said 33 minutes, and now it has ticked up to 37 minutes. Hmm, yep, there you go. Um, good news, Mall of America is open today. Wow. Finally. Yes, I'm so happy about that. I am too. Just because of all of the businesses. I know. I am. I linked up uh, on the Donna and Steve show page, show links. Um, I linked up all the stores that are open because not everybody is open. Um, Oh, sure. It initially closed, of course, uh, due to the coronavirus. And then it was supposed to open on June 1st. But with the unrest following the death of George Floyd, um, they kept it closed. So um, you're going to notice signs encouraging social distancing. There's going to be reduced seating. They're going to have touchless hand sanitizer stations all over the place. Oh, yeah. Of course, the plexiglass uh, dividers that we're seeing at checkout areas, that's going to be in place. And the hours are reduced. So 11 a.m. till 7 p.m. So okay. in order to give crews more time to thoroughly clean the building. Right. So very wonder, exciting. wonder what the plan will be for uh, the old Nick universe. Right. Oh, you know? good question. That's a that's a that's the like a great kind of space to go to today when it's kind of chilly outside, maybe a little rainy at some point. Um, I love I love Nick Universe, so I'll be curious to hear plans about that. Now I think it's great, and and you know Mall of America, they have while other malls have struggled, they have done really well. We've seen them introduce really big expansions over the last couple of years. They do it well in that. They have updated a, so it doesn't feel like you're stepping back into like the mall rat era of the late '80s, early '90s. Looks modern, feels clean, feels mm-hmm. open, um, and they have a lot of cool stores. And they focus on your experience. Like, come to the Mall of America, and here's what the experience will be like. With that, though, a lot of um, a lot of malls are certainly struggling. I will give you depressing news right out of the gate. Oh, okay. come on! <laughs> Turns out this, according to the Morning Brew uh, email. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just, to be clear to any kids who can get into broadcasting, I just choked on my spit. Ah. 
So just work through it. Don't hit the mute button. Work through it. Let your audience see the authentic you. Oh, no, I prefer the fake you. (laughs) As I was saying, uh, here's how it reads. Turns out last year's retail apocalypse, because it wasn't a great year for retail last year, was just a warm-up for the real thing. Up to 25,000 U.S. stores could close this year, which would be more than double 2019's record-setting year. Oh, my gosh. That's Uh, terrible. Let's see here. Uh, 4,005 stores are already planning to close. Apparel and department stores are especially vulnerable. Um, And 55 to 60% of closures, according to this, could be in malls. Neiman Marcus, JCPenney, Tuesday morning, J. Crew are among early bankruptcy casualties. Uh, and they expect more to come in. So that's bad news. That's very bad news. But I hate shopping online. I I really enjoy a mall. I Me just, too. I like the smell of a mall. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. The smell of a mall. It's a little bit of like perfume. Auntie Anne's. Yeah, a little bit of perfume. A little <laughs> bit of Auntie Anne's. Maybe just like the smell of new. A new clothes, unworn I, also, cotton. Also, you know, I like having a place to go. Yeah. You know, I, I anybody could just sit. You're sitting on your computer all day as it is. Like, I, I, I want to feel and, and touch and, you yeah, know, experience on. and try things on, which I don't know if they're allowing at this time. Oh, they don't allow you to try things on? I don't on? think so. Okay. But what's the difference if you try it on there or you try it on at home? I know. Some of it's just optics, I think. Okay. I think I don't want to take things back. You know how many things I have in my closet that just have mm. a tag on it? Oh, yeah. I do, too. Because I just I don't do. want to return it. That's do true. you know what we found out? What? Um, I guess we've always known this, but my sister and my mother recently brought voice to it. My mother in particular, I believe. We have a habit of keeping tags on things even after we <laughs> set them out. So like we're, we'll set a pillow out and be like, oh, that's a yeah, it's a nice pillow. We want to keep the pillow. Let's keep the pillow. And I am not kidding. A month, two months, maybe more can go by, and the tag is still on. In fact, this desk that I bought at Home Goods, we mentioned Home Goods yesterday. Uh-huh. There is a giant tag on it right now that says the price of it, Home Goods. <laughs> Why in the hell haven't I taken this off? I, you're considering it's on my you're, trees. You're just trying it out, or no, no, I'm keeping it. Okay. We have trees that are up on the deck in planter boxes, set and planted, potted, and they have <laughs> tags on them. This is a problem, and this is just like a weird little thing that I noticed. And then I was like, oh look, that floor mat has them. Those placemats have them. Oh my gosh, that is, <laughs> it's like I live off. in a store. What are you doing? Oh, I don't know, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Must have scissors here and there. <laughs> I do. I got to take them off. Scissors right, in you here. do that. Oh. Um, it's really nice out, you guys. Have Dawn, right you there. haven't been out since the middle of the night. So uh, <laughs> true that. It's it's very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. You Windy. Can, you might want to put a jacket on if you're heading out. Just a FYI, because what? the weather's just going to be in the seventies this week. Yesterday we sang the song September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, and boy, she feels oh, like a September, September day, doesn't I love she? October, yes, she does, Steve. Light a fire. Have a glass of iced tea because it's National mm. Iced Tea Day. Oh, there's a day for everything, Steve. Are you a Maybe pro we iced do tea or, or pro sweet tea? 
Um, both. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yes. Delish. Um, maybe we can get a national pull a tag off of your product day. Hey, Donna. <laughs> I was vulnerable. Shared that with you privately. And now you're just telling everyone. You know what I'm going to do during this commercial break? I'm going to run downstairs. I'm going to get some scissors. I'm going to cut this tag off. And then... Uh, after the break, I have a grab bag of head-scratching goodies. It's things that make you go hot, like Thousand Island dressing. Why is it called Thousand Island? Oh, good question. And who made it? Who created it? I have answers to both of those questions and more questions that you knew you needed answers to after the break on Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Rain. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Sorry, Donna. It's okay, Steve. Don't worry about it. You specifically said to me after the show yesterday, in like a mildly aggressive tone, don't just say random weather words. And then I did. Rain! All right, I'm going to do this. Thousand Island dressing. You ever heard of it? I have. You ever have, has anyone ever stopped to think why is it called this? No. Now you have, and now I answer. <laughs> Thousand Island dressing is named after the Thousand Islands region in the St. Lawrence River between the United States and Canada. Huh. And the dressing was created by a fisherman's wife while he fished in the river. So he was fishing. She cooked up this dressing, and then they said, we will call it Thousand Island dressing. Okay. Okay, that's cute. Which means something I've never really thought of before. You know, like, um, you ever heard of ranch dressing? Um, yes. So it's a dressing. Someone had to create that. You know, it's not like a naturally occurring substance. You can't tap a tree and out comes ranch dressing. Someone had to create that. Someone had to create French dressing. Italian dressing? Mm-hmm. Someone created it. Okay. That's how recipes work. I wonder, now, do we know why ranch is called ranch? Is it because it was made on a ranch? Yes. It's a good, it's a good question. It's a good... <laughs> Don, the, what, French? I, I think Don, if just I don't goes, know the yes. answer, I'm going to very... I'm just going to be very definitively say yes. Actually, you're right. And then just <laughs> change the subject really quick. <laughs> well, wait, what about French? France? Uh, it was uh, made by Mr. French. Jim, Jim French. <laughs> yeah. In Rhode Island, not yeah. in France. <laughs> right. That is one thing I learned. You say anything with enough conviction, whether mm-hmm. it's true or not, yeah. people will buy it. Look at politicians. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it oh all, my it, God. It, just, just own it. Sell it with such such like a, a sense of overwhelming confidence that the other person shudders to even offer any sort of debate back. Right. You know what? They sounded, eh, I guess. Italian, Italian. If you hear someone ask for Italian dressing, you judge them. Yes, no. <laughs> yes. Italian. Yeah, Italian. Aww. Yeah, because they're from Italy. I, uh-huh. Okay, Donna. <laughs> Let's see. I have a bunch of goodies here. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is fun. Do you know the ACDC song "High Voltage"? Yes. The chord progression in the chorus is A C D C. Shut your face. That's rude. That oh. is really fun. It is fun. Huh. Now this on the Von Traps. 
the path that the Von Trapp family takes to escape from the Nazis in Austria in The Sound of Music, little indie film, mm-hmm. wouldn't have led them to Switzerland if they had actually taken the path that would have taken them to Germany. Can you repeat that? That would be Absolutely. a bad thing. Don't go there. No. Yeah, that would be, yeah. No, Very bad. I different. love that movie. It's such a sweet movie. I'll repeat it. You are 16 going I on 17. 17. You know what the funny thing is? As Doe, we're doing this. A deer. A deer. Okay, go ahead. A <laughs> deer. Ray. Ray. All right, a go ahead. Full of, hang on a minute. A drop sun. of golden sun. Me. D- wait, me. A uh, name I call oh. myself. Fa. 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 So way to run. A long, long way to run. A long, long way to run. Okay, wait, wait. Do re mi. Wait. Do re mi fa. So. A pulling thread. thread. So. La. La. A note to follow. So. Me. Tea. No, not me. Tea. A drink with jam and bread. What does that bring you back to? What does that bring you back to? I'll tell you, dope, dope. Uh, <laughs> oh my dip, god! Uh, here's the funny thing about this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't just... know. Was this funny like that? <laughs> I I ran downstairs to get uh, scissors during the break. Cut the tag off. Keeping this desk pretty pumped. Yeah. In case, in case you're just months. joining us, though, Steve has a tendency in his home to not take tags off of anything mm-hmm. that he purchases. And invariably, people leave and say, did you see how many tags they had on their stuff? <laughs> anyway, I go downstairs. My kids are downstairs. And then I said, oh, I guess no one's coming upstairs with me to do a radio. So my four-year-old, who is turning five on Sunday, uh, she said, I'll come up. And then um, so she's been sitting on my lap this whole segment. But the funny thing is she can't hear you guys. She only hears me. And so how much of a lunatic does she think I am? Consider what we've done in these last four minutes, including the song, the whole thing about Italian. Yeah. None of this makes sense to her. Oh, what a sweetie. She's got a mouth like a sailor. That's not true. Why would I say? I don't even know why I'd say that. Um, After a curling match, the winners are supposed to take the losers out for a round of drinks, even... At the Olympics. Hmm. Not just at your local club. If you're in Sochi, I don't know, if you're in, hmm, another city that has hosted the Winter Olympics, which I can't think of. That's what you do. You get your medal, then you look over at bronze and silver and say, guys, let's go. Cold one's on me. Hmm. Are you leaving? Oh, she's thirsty. She's thirsty. Hi, baby. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Baby. Bye. Okay, Doris she's not a baby. Dee. She's Bye. Doris D. Bye. You'd be good. I Don't was smoke. a little scared. I thought it was Donna doing a little demon voice. I thought it was you. <laughs> I was. Uh, it scared me a little. I gotta be honest. I was like, "What is it? How's your crazy hair doing?" Um, crazy, as always. You know, she, she's gonna be five this uh, this Sunday. She turns five, and or excuse me, this Monday, uh, this coming Monday. But we're gonna have a little soiree for her on Sunday, uh-huh. and by soiree, I mean no formal party. We're gonna put a sprinkler out in the street and just celebrate <laughs> that way. But. When you're turning five and six, those are the birthdays that you look forward to so much. She has been talking about her birthday for probably five months. And so the fact that now we are four days away from her party, five days away from the actual birthday, first thing she says every morning is something about her birthday and how many days it's going to be and and what is she going to get. It's a big deal. That's very sweet. Would you like to say anything to them about your... When is your birthday? Tell them when your birthday is. Come on. Don't do this to me. Don't. No. All right. That didn't work. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's the that's the Aunt Donna my who I'm love. talking to, the one that we said to stay just back from. A little social distance times two <laughs> oh is our theory. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, hey, here's another fun fact in the things that make you go, huh, bag. Jack White. From the White Stripes, he took his wife Meg's last name when they got married. His maiden name, if that's what you call it, was Gillis. Gilly. <laughs> Jack Gillis. Gilly. Gilly, did, did you put a pencil in her arm? Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, you guys are extra weird today. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah. All right, well, that's a fun fact. I did not know that. I yeah. did not realize that he took his wife's name. That's adorable. Isn't that cool? Yes, I love it. So, All right, good talk, Steve. Yeah, it was fun. Go comb right. your kid's hair. I will. I'm hearing myself in it's my like headphones. Echo. Oh. Hi. I figured that out for okay. you. All right, Boom. thank you. Uh, when we come back, Josh Gad's YouTube series is picking up steam. Dawn is going to tell you about that. And uh, a movie that got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, if you want to hate, watch something. Oh, I got it for you. good. All right, we'll have those stories coming up next on My Talk 1071. So I want to know about Josh Gad's YouTube series. Yes, it's called Reunited Apart. It's on YouTube. And he is getting together uh, casts of movies from the 80s. Um, oh, so cool. he's had five episodes so far. They've had the Goonies cast, Back to the Future, Splash, and Lord of the Rings. Um, and that episode actually had over 4 million views. It raised, <gasps> see, it's, it's for charity. It raised 140,000 for the No Kid Hungry charity. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and it's a way to raise money for people struggling during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so if you are, you know, I'm not a member. It asks me every time I open YouTube if I want to be a member of YouTube Premium. What does that mean? Like oh, no yeah. commercials? Uh, right. you, you can. I remember I was a YouTube Premium member accidentally yeah, for 
Um, I signed up. Yeah, I signed up for a two-week uh, free trial, and then it starts hitting you for I think fifteen bucks a month. And I kept forgetting to cancel it for I believe four oh. months. I did it so I could watch episode two of uh, Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's but, really like a streaming service. I mean, they have yep. they have shows on there that you yes. can watch too, like this yeah. one. Yeah. So I, but I think you could you could watch it for free though, right? You, you just get commercials, I think. Okay. Because I've watched some stuff on YouTube. I've watched yeah. like a documentary on YouTube. What's... Yeah, but the, yes, if you have the premium, then there there won't be any ad interruptions. And if you are, if you've been on YouTube quite a bit these past few months, and it seems that it's like a last three months thing. Maybe it's a quarantine kind of a thing, and they had more eyeballs. They have been introducing more ads in the middle of videos than ever before, and it, and they do it. At a spot, it's always like at a cliffhanger spot. So let's say hypothetically you're watching a magic tutorial, and then they <laughs> were uh, hypothetical, and then they were about to show you. If I here's was how out and somebody put it on. <laughs> here's how you do the trick, and then it's like, do you need a new Ford F one fifty? And then they hit you at the commercial, and then you're like, but I need to know how to do the trick. Oh my gosh, it's funny. Uh, you can watch it for free. I'm oh, clicking through and yay. watching Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. Oh my God! Uh, right splash. now, yeah, oh that's my great. Gosh. It's on Josh Gad's YouTube channel. It's Very cool. A similar, similar quarantine vibe. Not the content that they handle, but a similar quarantine. We're all in this together vibe. As mm-hmm. John Krasinski's "Some Good News," right? You know, beloved guy saying here, I'll I'll bring in some of my fun. Famous friends to play around, and you can listen in. I have a question about Josh Gad. Yeah. Did he, was his initial claim to fame being on Broadway? He was in Wasn't he in that Mormon? Mormon thing. Oh, gosh, the Book of Mormon. Yes, which I actually saw on Broadway. But I've heard that that's fantastic. I've never seen it. It's really fun. Uh, He's Olaf from Frozen. Oh, that's right. That's that's his his real big Big, big thing. Oh, he's and LeFou and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, LeFou! Yes. Who's oh. LeFou? <laughs> what? Who is LeFou in Beauty and the Beast? LeFou is like the, uh, the, the, the sort of the assistant, the little, the, the runt friend of Gaston, who really looks up to Okay, Gaston. so he's not like a lamp or a broom or anything. No. No. He's, no, that would be Lumiere. Is the villain sidekick. Okay, LeFou. I'm gonna. I love that name. I'm gonna have to look him up. You know, I'm not a big Disney person. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I love Disney World. It's my favorite place on the planet. Is it? Yes, I love Disney World. I love Disney World. Oh, it's the best. What? It's like the happiest place in the world. Well, that's what they say. Yeah, that's. I didn't know that about you, Donna. Yes, I love so it. You, you, we need to all go with Jason next time. It's such a great experience. Oh, it's the best. Because they know what they're doing. Boy. Yeah, they know the ins and the outs, it's, and they. Fantastic, because if you don't have a if you don't have a game plan when you go to Disney, at the end of that day, as you're on your shuttle back to the hotel, you can have a some level of frustration or regret of like, dang it, we saw we were on two rides today, guys. You're spending we were on- so much money. You've got to mono- you've got to maximize your time. Two Fairy Godfathers yes. podcast. Definitely listen to that wherever you find podcasts. Thank you. Do you remember Josh Gad? Do you remember the show? Back to You. It was out in 2007, 2008. Yes. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, Kelsey Grammer was in it. It was on Fox. It only lasted 17 episodes. It 
I thought it was great. Uh, Fred Willard was in it, the late oh, Fred Willard. Oh, um, that was really, it was, it it was, was about great. It program or something, yeah. right? Back to you. Back to you. Back to you. <laughs> and I think, was Patricia Heaton in Back to You? Was it Kelsey Grammer and Patricia Heaton? I don't see her name in here. I see Maggie Blanc. Patricia Heaton. Ah! Yes! Hey, can I tell you guys something? Are you done with your story? Yeah. Um, remember I was talking about um, the walrus and the whistleblower? Yes. Oh yeah, Ad I nauseum. remember. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Uh, you would be no, so sucked into this. No, we could get enough walrus this. talk. No, go on. Um, I mean, how often do we get to talk about walry? Yeah. <laughs> It's not frequent. You're right. So seize the moment, Donna. All right. So I watched a a short um, form documentary that was like 15 minutes long. I think it was on YouTube. And it was called The Walrus Whisperer about this whistleblower who had this really special relationship with Smooshie, the walrus. Yes. And then I told you about The Walrus and the Whistleblower, which is another documentary um, (sighs) that has just come out. It just picked up the top audience award at the Hot Docs Canadian International Film Festival. Wow. It was forced online this year because of the pandemic, but it's on a station that none of us have. Mm. It's some streaming CDC. I said CDC. Some Canadian. Oh, there it is. I'm just trying to find that, Steve. The first runner-up was a, uh, a, a 911 Kids, which follows 16 students now in their 20s who were in the room with President George W. Bush when he was told about the terrorist attacks. We all oh. remember that video, right? Oh, that, gosh. that footage yeah. of him, somebody whispering in his ears. Yeah. He had to... Yeah, oh, leave. yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to give you an update on the walrus, okay? Uh, we actually People have are a, loving it. We have a walrus calling in this is this is unexpected is it smooshy don can you take the call the button to take the call is now in the uh 926 block of our show outline oh that's funny yeah i don't know why it got routed through there i was doing some wiring stuff i was up late last night and um did some rewiring stuff but uh we don't know if this is smooshy is smooshy still alive yes um, I believe Smooshy is still alive. All right, let's. Uh, well, no! Steve, I don't see this. Uh, no, nope, I think she died last the... year. Oh my gosh! Oh wait, here I got him. I, I he just called my phone directly. Okay. Here right. we go. This is uh, Smooshy. <laughs> Donna's been filling her nights up with these sounds, everybody. <laughs> Just an amazing animal. Okay, Smooshy. No! Oh my gosh. That sounds like a, the exorcist. It's such a. Okay, Steve, stop. <laughs> just so you know, just so you know. Whoa, multiple videos are playing. We were only uh, 29 seconds into a 2 minute and 16 second video of Walrus Sounds. So there's more where that came from. I Yeah, I, I need to have that. I gotta, I gotta see a walrus now in person. It almost looks dinosaurish, you know. Yeah. Do they have them at the Minnesota Zoo? We have all kinds of follow-up questions today. I'm I not... know. Yeah, it's anti-policy. I don't think I've seen a walrus there. Every walrus Feels. looks like it has an honorary doctorate. 
And I thought they were all boys. <laughs> oh my I gosh. was shocked to hear. I felt very blonde um, that um, Smooshy was a, a girl. Yes, oh. a lady walrus. She looks like Wilford Brimley or somebody. Uh, yeah, you know? Totally. <laughs> that is absolutely yes. right. Looks like Wilford Brimley, and it looks like, uh, um, oh gosh, not Horton Hears a Who. The Danny DeVito voiced this character. It was a Dr. Seuss animated movie. The, the, Yosemite the, Sam. No, the, although that's they kind of look ball. like them too. Okay. Yeah, he would be at the same like you know reunion of mustached stars. Oh dang it! Hang on, Danny oh my gosh. Devito, <laughs> Seuss. Here we go. The Lorax. Oh, the Lorax. That's oh. right. Yes. Look at the Lorax. The Lorax used to be a walrus. <laughs> right. But yes. they all look well read. Yes. Yes. The that is a walrus face right there. It's funny that you say you're th- thinking that they're all guys because just last night I was talking with my uh, nine-year-old saying, you know, when I was a kid, I presumed, I just like to presume that all dogs are boys and all cats are girls. <laughs> Doesn't that feel like it kind of makes sense? No. Cats seem more ladylike. They're smooth and light underfoot and dogs are like, running into walls and stuff. The cats are more of the teenagers. And the dogs are more like toddlers. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Teenagers are always, you know, moody. You don't know which one you're going to get. Yeah. One minute you're petting them, then they start slapping you. <laughs> 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 they go to their room and slam the door. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what movie, Steve, got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes? Thank you for asking. Uh, you can watch it. It's on Netflix now. It just came out in the last week. It's called Last Days of American Crime. Became the latest movie to score a 0% thus far on Rotten Tomatoes, which means not a single critic who has seen it and reviewed it has rated it positively so far on the site. It joins, if you want to do a binge of 0% Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> movies, which could kind of be fun, uh, it joins the likes of 2018's um, the John Travolta Gotti. Remember that movie, Gotti? Oh, yeah. And then Adam Sandler's 2015 Western comedy, The Ridiculous Six. This all according to digitalspy.com. So there. Well, that's too yeah. bad. I feel bad for the people who made it. Yeah. Who made a bad movie. Yeah. Sorry, guys. To get a 0%. That's embarrassing. Oh, boy. All right, when we come back on the Donna and Steve show, um, you guys have a couple of things that you saw. There's a couple of things we're going to get into, including one item that even if you wanted to buy it right now, and Don knows someone who does want to buy this item oh, right yes. now, you can't. You can't get your hands on it. It's just seemingly impossible. Plus, if you if you haven't driven your car in a while during the quarantine, there's something you're going to want to check for first before you turn the key. We'll explain what that is, and if you see something, say something, coming up after the break on Donna and Steve. Good morning. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, producer Don McClain, keeping things in check for us. Is that a walrus sound? sound. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. There's a real variety of sounds that they make. They're not a one-note animal. They 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 do a lot of things. I like that. It's like a what's good the, song. What's the policy on... I'm just thinking outside the bun here. Walruses as pets. I think it's frowned upon. Hmm. 
Imagine, though, you're on one side of the couch. You look over. What do you want to watch? <laughs> and then just... Uh-huh. You want to watch a comedy? It's like they a Star Wars them to character. Make all those sounds. I like the when it starts going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Uh, the whistle is really cute too. Yeah, I can do a full whistle. Now, I I don't think the whistle is represented in the two minutes and sixteen seconds of sound that I just sent to Don. The whistle's unbelievable. They apparently are highly intelligent animals. Like Ooh. like actually, I know they look smart, but I think that they, they I can't believe that they can be trained that much. They can wave to you as well. Mm-hmm. Honest to goodness, though, the body shape of these things. I know, it's just a blob. And then these massive tusks. I am so glad you guys are on board. But we have to move on. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Yeah, hang on, just so you know. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what I saw. I'm gonna see something. I'm gonna say something. <laughs> but I'm seeing something right now, and it says, and I'm not gonna play it. Antarctica elephant seals. <laughs> uh, listen to this. This is a headline on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Antarctica elephant seals huddle together and fart and burp to no end. <laughs> oh, really? Twenty thousand views. We had some audio of that. Well. Oh, twenty thousand views. Oh. Hang on one second. Oh. Just gotta get through. Oh, if I was a YouTube Premium member. Oh, see now you have to right watch now? an ad. But... Here we go. For the love. Oh, you know what? I don't know. They they might have language. These people might start swearing when they hear these elephant seals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Blankety blank blank. <sighs> anyway, um, now back to what we were planning to tell you. <laughs> if you haven't driven a car in a little while, you might want to pop the hood before you turn the key. No! <laughs> you know where this is going. Because uh, it's going to be little anomalies in there, right? Uh, an Unusual rodent engine problem has suddenly become no. super common. This, according to the Detroit Free Press. There was once a little mouse that caused a big problem. The critter crawled up in the wheel of a wheel well of a parked car, made his way over the brakes and up into the engine. Most rodents would stop there, kids. It's a nice nesting spot. But this fella had other plans. He kept going until he was inside the dashboard. No! And couldn't get out. Oh, no. There he died. No. And the rancid, revolting odor oh. <laughs> compelled the car owner to bring it to Avis Ford in Southfield. If you're in Detroit <laughs> looking for a Ford, bring it to Avis, where service technicians made the discovery. Apparently, they'll see about two of these a month. On a typical month, two rodents have gone up into a car, um, and that number has more than doubled. They've seen 15 over the last couple of months, which for this problem is quite a uh, percentage uptick. So if you haven't driven into work in a while, you might have a rat or a chupacabra or a squirrel (laughs) or a baby raccoon in your engine or maybe in your glove box at this point. What would you do if you were driving, the glove box pops open, and out comes a mouse? Um, I think about this actually quite often. (laughs) 
<laughs> like if I feel something on my foot when I'm driving, I'm like, oh my God, a mouse got into my car. Oh. Because I mean, why wouldn't it? Like, especially in the changing of the weather, you know, when they start looking for little spots to nest. I have a friend yeah. who had a snake under her seat. Dawn, no! <laughs> Why are she, you doing this yeah. to that's me? That's horrible, horrible. She's driving down the road. She had to... Oh, my oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. She to be that's... a stand-up comedian and a director, and she oh. was hilarious. She videoed all of it, and oh. Oh, I, even if I saw a snake while I was mowing the lawn, I would lose my mind. Oh. Didn't I, didn't I, I hear just you? saw a snake the other day. Where? I mean, a, it was on a walk. No. And my, my daughter, the four-year-old, was like, look, Dad, it's a snake. And I was like, honey, that's a worm. No, don't speak up like that. And then I looked, and it was a snake. It was a baby snake, a little baby snake. Where I took a picture you? of it. Where were you? I'll send you a picture. I was in uh, Chaska, a neighborhood in Chaska. It was out on the driveway. I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, Dawn, man. didn't you tell a story once about a snake on the doorknob or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a snake on the inside of the kitchen door once. A lot of snakes out where I live. My dad, this is the best, most horrifying story, is that uh, we had a black snake that would go down mm-hmm. into one of our railroad ties. Uh, my parents have some landscaping with railroad ties. Okay. and there's, um, Sometimes they're hollow in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, we came home from church one day, and it was hanging out of that and uh, mm. my dad had been trying to catch it for a while so my dad just goes over and starts pulling and yanking you know with his hands then yeah. he um oh sorry to offend anyone who loves snakes out there but he did you Kill know it. he did with uh, with the oh. hoe and then yep i've i've, when I've, he I've did got it, many snakes with hoes yes and you then, have yeah and who then, are you people then whenever he <laughs> cut it Baby snakes came out all over. Oh, my God. Then he took it and put it. He goes, Don, do you want to come with me? I'm going to throw this across the street into the ditch. Like, we have this big ravine thing we call the hole. And then he goes, I'm going to go throw this in the hole. So I went with him, and I was about uh, six or seven years old. I was standing by him, and he, you know, like, whenever you're casting a fishing rod, you rear it back to throw forward. He did that. But it fell off onto me. So the snake <gasps> and the guts mm. all mm. over me. And <laughs> that was a moment that wasn't the best um, oh, in my boy. life. But um, yeah. yeah, I was hey, screaming. Yeah. That's that's horrifying. Donna, you can see Don right now. You can see Donna right now, Don, which is really your advantage, you. <laughs> but let's just keep watching her because I will just tell you, just to add to your misery, yes. Donna. And this is this is true. There was a, uh, a um, an unnamed source on the television side of the building who recently had an interesting encounter. I and saw we've that. heard of this before with an, a rodent in a toilet. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Alexis has had an encounter like this before where, oh, yes. you're not supposed to be here. Well, it happened again within the last few weeks. Okay. So anyway, All right. it's good, good to be a lady. <laughs> I'm going to go take a Valium. Okay. Um, when we come back, we'll have some uh, music news. The Dalai Lama's first album is coming out next what? month. We'll sample it up next. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more.
All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.